Okay, shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, so... I need to, like, fucking pause and do this, okay? Um, you know I have an issue with... Um, kind of, like, feeling like my rumination state is anti-productive. Um, and I'm kind of really trying in my life at this point to learn how to use my energy in a way that serves the purpose that I want to serve in this life. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like um, I go through so many different possibilities in my mind for how the best way to do that is that um it's been really a scramble thus far and I kind of just cycle through different sort of mechanisms and I haven't stopped to question wait which is the best mechanism and what is my purpose and kind of break it all down right and I think that um if there's one thing that I am utterly grateful for at the moment it is just knowing that that is what needs to be done, you know, at the moment. Okay, so I'm listening to this podcast by Brene Brown. I love Brene Brown and I love Oprah and, you know, all this stuff. They help me kind of reconnect with myself and my purpose, etc. And Brene Brown is interviewing this guy who wrote this book on productivity. And he said that the only useful productivity app out there is thinking more deeply. Um which is not an app. It's literally the act of thinking more deeply. And Brene Brown and I were shocked by this because we were like, um, all our life, you know, we're told, okay, we're overthinkers. We think too much. If we think more deeply, we may never get anything done. Like that's kind of like our, you know, that was kind of her reaction. And that was my reaction as a listener of the podcast as well. And I was like, whoa, like what? Um, And this guy is like, yeah, well... Every day you need to have a practice for thinking more deeply. And every day you have to have a practice, you know? And this is, like, so connected to meditation and, like, all these things that I've learned. And at this point in my life, I felt like I'm wasting so much time. Like, I I was almost starting to um, resent, like, my meditation practice and resent, like, the fact that I spent... um, That, you know, these past few years... so, So in high school, I was very you know, undiagnosed ADHD and just like, I would get sort of urges to do things and not really understand why. And I would just go with it. And it was just impulsive behavior. And I did write a lot and I I wrote a lot and I was a deep thinker. And I think that that practice has helped me definitely, definitely in the long run, but I didn't connect that practice of journaling to sort of like being a tool that I could use I kind of just did it when I got really really overly emotional and I had nobody to that I felt like I could talk to and nobody that I wanted to talk to and then I would write in my journal you know and so um basically I was um, I, I I just didn't have a sense of mindfulness in in my teenage years and then I went to college and I you know started going to therapy and I started getting you know I got diagnosed with ADHD and I like you know I'm still right now figuring out medication and if I want to take it regularly if I don't want to take it regularly because being diagnosed as an, uh, a young adult is, as opposed to 
being diagnosed as a kid is like it's weird you know it's like a lot of the things that I've kind of shaped my life around work around my ADHD so it's like if I all of a sudden start being medicated, I don't know, I just, I'm scared of the changes and, like, the changes to my personality and behavior and the side effects, essentially, you know, but lately, I've been uh, taking it semi, you know, a little bit more frequently, and I've noticed that um, the side effects um, when I'm taking, like, a lower dosage, you know, like, there's a, you know, I have had different psychiatrists, and they prescribe me different doses, but, if I stick to the lower end of the dose, I don't feel, I feel like I've kind of gotten used to it to the point where, like, I don't feel the side effects as heavily, so, um, and I don't notice, like, I don't feel like a completely different person, you know what I mean, so, um, that's an option that I'm considering right now, is just taking it regularly at, like, this lower dose, um, however, point is, like, so in college, I kind of discovered mindfulness and mindful, breathing and yoga and like being in nature green spaces like and how helpful that is um and basically learning to relax you know and learning to like if I can't do anything if I feel like paralyzed I shouldn't my my train of thought shouldn't just be like okay you need to do this thing that you said you were gonna do or else like and just like kind of shame myself and like shit talk myself you know what I mean like that's not actually productive or healthy and um the way to go about it is like okay connect with my purpose write more just write about something and then you know or um meditate and focus on my breathing and all these things you know um and and I think that's helped me a lot and then I feel like where I am right now where I'm getting resentful of it is like I'm I, I quit my job I'm not in school I'm doing my business but even in doing my business I give myself way too much lax time where I'm just like chilling or laying in bed or I'm not doing anything and then the thought that comes up will be like you need to relax you know you you are very stressed out you need to relax and but then there's another part of me that's like no you need to do what you said you were going to do and so you need to do it um you can't just sort of like play play the stress card I guess all the time you know it's like play the stress card every day you know (laughs) Um, like you, you're never going to build up and bolster up your capabilities and your strength if you don't push yourself to some degree. And so that's, you know, there's one devil on my shoulder saying that. And then there's another devil on my shoulder saying like, you need to relax though. Like you need to take it easy. The only, uh, reliable growth is like kind of sustainable growth or mindful growth. So it's really hard for me to kind of merge those or or I guess like kind of take the best parts from each of those but I feel like I need to do that work right now um and anyway so this guy is saying that you know thinking deeply and being more productive are not um like I there's a better word for it but they're not like opposed to each other you know they can coexist and Brene Brown is surprised by this and he explains that like well you know um, you know, maybe you have, like, if we didn't make it a practice, what would happen is we have one, one moment, one day where we're like, okay, this is our purpose. And it would be really like romantic and like love bomby as far as like how we feel about the purpose. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to commit to this purpose. I'm going to do this forever until it gets done. And I will never give up and all this things, 
and, and all these things. And that's really great, right? But then, you know, maybe a week in, two weeks in, a month in, whatever, you know, however long um, it takes, eventually we'll be like, for, we'll kind of forget or something or we'll kind of be like, just kind of, um, yeah, we'll just kind of be doing things. We'll just be doing things. And then maybe like, you know, one day somebody will ask us, oh, okay, how was your day? What'd you do today? And we'll just kind of recap our day and whatever. But it's like, it's so important to stay connected to that purpose and to make sure that that purpose is being sort of like updated or being sort of like, you know, revised if it needs to, because maybe you do something, you're, you're really passionate about one thing, but then, you know, over time your priorities change and then you don't even realize it, you know, and then maybe you're doing something that you don't really feel connected to anymore or whatever it is, which for me, that's really dangerous territory because Renee Brown touched on this. She was like, what if on Monday I feel really committed to something and then by Thursday I'm like, I just want to hang out and like eat chips and play video games, you know? Um, and he's like, well, it, should, it shouldn't, you know, you do have to, not every day needs to, like, it's not, it's not good to like guide every day by like, oh, am I, what's going to be most fun for me today or what's going to be the best thing for me to do today as far as like feelings and feeling good, you know? Um obviously like reaching your goals takes a little bit of work and like pushing through hard days or whatever which is honestly where I'm having a lot of trouble um but for me I'm hoping that like that happens to everybody and that like if I persist it'll just kind of work out in the end because it's like um maybe people who feel like this every day like eventually drop out and then I'm like the only one that persists I don't know whatever um but yeah so like there's a lot of theories that I have about how to be the most productive, you know, and sometimes they clash. And so this is really a nice way for me to, this is the first I've heard of where somebody who is preaching productivity and like teaching you how to be more productive is actually like telling you that reflection and introspection and like thinking deeply is very important and serves you. And I think that's like, I, like I'm like okay I fucked with this guy because if somebody's telling me to just download this app and to push through my hard feelings and just to push through feelings of I don't know if I should do this and just like not think about it and ignore it like that's damn near impossible you know like I need to address it and that's just me you know um and I it's, it's really validating to hear that like I should address it because if I'm not doing what I if I'm not feeling like what I'm doing is serving my purpose or, or serving like what I want to do in this world or not like, you know, in line with sort of my goals, then why am I doing it, you know? And I think that's almost like a dare or almost like a, a bluff, you know, because obviously I, you know, if you had said, you know, two months ago that you were really committed to this thing, chances are two months later, you're, there's still a part of you that's committed to that thing. You just kind of forgot so that's why when somebody's like, oh, you know, well, if you're not committed, then why are you doing it? It's like almost like asking you to check your cards and like, you know, like kind of like, I don't know if I said that right. I don't really play poker, but I don't, I don't know. But just asking you to like, kind of like check it and like be like, are you sure? You know, because chances are, you know, I started this business and I was like, I'm going to ride this business out until it either goes well or it flops. You know what I mean? Like I'm riding it out. Like. And I still feel like that. It's just, I forget. And like, I, 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 sometimes like being when I'm in bed and it's so cozy, like I feel like I will risk it all just to be in this bed. But that's, you know, not really how I feel. That's just like 
because I forgot how meaningful this goal is to me. So I feel like this guy, this productivity guy, when he asks you to like, okay, make sure that you stay connected to your purpose and make sure you think deeper every day and have routines in your day for you to cognitively engage and for you to like think deeply that's really really validating and like a really good idea for me and I really need to do that because I've always thought you know even though I tell myself yeah you should journal every day you should think every day like there's I always felt like that was in conflict with my productivity or like that was like time that I just had to give up to take care of myself um and it wouldn't like directly help my productivity it would just kind of be like for me to take care of myself so that I would have like energy charge you know but actually during those times if I channel it correctly like that can actually quite directly like directly be you know addressing my what I did that day and like how I can improve later or like how I did really well you know and it's not just like about filling my cup or it's you know it sounds so silly but like I've been I've been in this kind of territory for years where it's like it's just about filling your cup and filling up your energy and I feel like okay I'm filling up my energy but I'm still confused about what I want to do in life I'm still confused about you know just because I have energy and I like ate well that day and I exercise it doesn't mean that like I automatically know exactly what to do and I felt like um, I think that there was a part of me that thought that would happen like if I regularly exercise and I like ate healthier and I like slept well and I you know kind of had my health up that I would just know what I like I would just be motivated and I would just be you know ripping into my tasks and like my goals and things and that's not necessarily the case it's like your reflection time is if you have to be also like mindful and thinking about your purpose and what you want to do and your long-term goals, you know? So it's really weird, but um, I'm really glad that I'm starting to think about it like that. I think it's really beneficial and will help my productivity. And like the way I'm thinking about productivity now, I do think is healthier after listening to that podcast and just like in general, um, taking time, like it's, it's really helped me because I, like I said, I quit my job that was kind of menial. That was kind of just to make money. And I do have other side gigs like when I need to make money right away. Like I'm going to Vegas next week and, you know, like I had to make money. So I just, you know, I have things to do for that. But as far as like a job with a regular paycheck and regular hours, like I quit that job. And that has really helped me um, with this business thing that I'm doing because I'm like, okay, every day, like, I have the choice to just work on this long-term goal, which is really fun and exciting and um, all that. And um, yeah, but like yesterday, for example, I didn't do it. I just had to do a batch of fruit and I had everything ready to go, but I just didn't do it. And I didn't understand why. And I was just really, really not motivated. And I felt really sad. And I felt really like, I felt like too in my feelings, you know, but like, and I just couldn't get up and I just couldn't do it like the best I could do was go to my parents house for dinner with them and I was like well at least if I'm not going to be productive today at least I can you know connect with my family because that is another thing that is really important to me is spending time with my family you know so I at least I did that but um I I didn't do the work that I wanted to do and it was only because 
I was doubting myself and I was, um, yeah, I'm just nervous because it's about to be in a store for the first time. And this is the batch that I'm doing for it to be in the store. And uh, it's just nerve wracking, you know, because what if it gets in the store and nobody buys it and I'm way in like over my head. At least it's based on commission. I won't lose much if I don't sell anything, but I really want it to sell. And you know, I do want my friend, my plan is to have my friends and family come in and buy, um, to kind of generate interest and hopefully like from there spread by word of mouth and all that. But like, I don't know. What if, what if like it just stops right there? It doesn't really go anywhere after that. It's really scary to me. (laughs) Um, I guess I probably need another plan for a different business if this doesn't work out, but like, I really want this to work out and all my energy is in here. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I guess I have related ideas, but I want this to work out so bad. Do you know what I mean? I want this to work out so bad. And I feel like if I don't do it, I know that in one or two years, this product, that this idea that I have is going to pop up in stores. And I'm going to be like, God damn it. Like, I wish I would have just went harder with it when I was doing it. I was literally doing it. You know what I mean? So I need to just go for it. and Because I really like that that shows that I believe in it, you know, I know if I don't do this, I know that in maybe even less than a year, this product is going to start popping up in stores, you know, something similar to it, so, um, yeah, I just, uh, need to talk about that, and, um, as far as building in a cognitive practice every day, I feel like I did do that, I started to stop doing, I started to not do it anymore, because I felt like it wasn't helpful, and I felt like it was just kind of, encouraging me to ruminate and like be stuck in my head about things and not actually like being productive um but now I know that if I kind of direct my energy in the right way when I'm talking about things I know I will be um it'll help me with being productive and that it's actually quite useful and I have many mediums for doing it I can meditate I can write I can do this I'm very lucky that I am comfortable with all these mediums. Um, Yeah. Um, And I just need to do it frequently. And if I don't have anything to necessarily dive into, like in my brain, I can always talk about my day, what I did that day, which is in and of itself, like not easy for me to do. Like this morning... I woke up, uh, I've been waking up with the chickens waking me up at around 7.30 every day, around, you know, dawn, um, and they, they wake me up, because they're right by my window, (laughs) and, uh, I, I fed the baby chicks, I gave the baby chicks water, they're about to be ready to go out into the, the coop, um, outdoors in a week, and we can only keep two of them, so we have three of them that we will need to give away eventually, um, but I think for now we're just going to probably keep them all, because we have nowhere nowhere to give them, really, and I don't want to, I don't know. It's, it's like, we just kind of ask people, all our friends, if we want chickens, and nobody's taken them on yet. <laughs> um, but I guess there is a part of us that would just be fine with keeping all of them if, if we needed to, or if there nobody, if none of our friends took them, you know, we're not, I'm not really interested in, like, at this point, going through the trouble of, like, listing them and selling them off and whatever, um, and then I, 
uh, ate a sandwich that I bought yesterday and I went back to bed and then I was watching this video and um, about D'Angelo, like it was a video by D'Angelo Wallace who's like a YouTube commentator guy um, and he was turning 23 and he found this old BuzzFeed article that was like 23 reasons turning 23 sucks and I'm turning 23 on Friday so um, I was like really laughing along with him and being like oh my gosh because I didn't know I didn't I didn't know that it was normal to feel this way about turning 23 um but it really does feel like the way he said it was like you are like you you basically leveled up and you're a more powerful character but you don't have any experience points you know like you need to from there you need to start grinding and building again because it's like I don't know if he said it like that. And I don't really play video games like that, so I don't know if that's what happens when you level up. But, like, basically, like, you know, you know that you don't connect to the the kids anymore. You know, you're an adult. So if, so, if you talk to somebody who's 16, they're going to be like, okay, this is an old person. And they're right because, you know, you would be like, this is a baby towards a 16-year-old. But then it's like, as far as the group that you're in, the adults, you're like, you don't know shit. And you're a baby. And you're... You know, like, you have the bare minimum <laughs> to be here. Um, so it's it's exciting, though, because it means that there's so many directions you can go. And I, I, I'm glad that I am in a place where I know I want to do business. I know if I flop, I'm going to go back to business school and I'm going to gain more experience or I'm going to do something. But, like, this is where I'm – this is the space where I'm planning on spending my time working, you know, because this is just where I fit, you know. I know that. Like, I, I feel like – that has been one thing, even though, you know, I don't have external validation. I don't have a, men- a business mentor. I don't have, you know, I have a business partner who is a sales partner. He's, um, yeah, I, 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 we started off potentially, I think, discussing ownership of the partnership as far as like owning the company, but I'm like, no, I can't do that. Like this person basically is a partner. They work on commission. Um, and they got me this thought in this, in this one store. So that has been, that has been working out phenomenally. Um, and yeah, so wait, what was I saying? (laughs) At least I, I found the space where I want to be, you know? Um, and I think where this productivity guy, I keep forgetting, I don't know his name. He was on the Brene Brown podcast, but where he would, what he would say is like, think deeply about that. Like, why do you want to be in this space? Are you sure you want to be in this space? Like, what are you going to achieve in this space? How does that serve, like, you know, the purpose that you've always had or, like, you know you want to achieve or whatever? Okay, so I know I want to be in the space of business and entrepreneurship because um, since I've started, it's, like, all about me and, like, my drive, you know, and I think that's probably my goal in life is to, I'm really curious and I want to explore things when I want to explore them. I'm impulse-driven and, yeah entrepreneurship requires you to do many administrative tasks and like you know work with other people's schedules and all that but that's not really where I have the problem the problem with I had with working under somebody else or just even if I thought okay there was just no excitement for me like when I think about climbing the ranks and even being in like the top ladder and being the most well-paid the idea of having to like clock in and clock out or the idea of having to like deliver tasks to people on their time and like I don't know, without, without my sort of agreeance to everything is, is so difficult to me. Like, yeah, I know I agreed to this. Okay, so I know like if I agreed to a job and my 
boss or my whoever says okay you need to have this by done by friday that's fair you know i signed up for the job it's consensual but like i just hate that i'm like what if i don't want it in by friday what if i want to turn it in on monday or you know i know we could have that conversation but like i would really be having that conversation with everybody about everything and i would probably get fired (laughs) but being a business owner you can kind of do that with everything and you can kind of be because you're sort of the person that decides you know and i don't think that being the person that decides is that important for everybody but it is for me and uh that's that's what I want to do. I want to be the person who decides, you know? Um, and I just want to create something new and like, I know I'm creative. Um, and I just see the, I just see the world in the community. I'm just a big picture person and I see the world in the community in a way where I love it with all my heart and I but I see the problems and I want to fix the problems and I have the energy to fix the problems you know and that's really the only place where my energy can go is where I love you know is is I can only generate shit out of love when I work out of spite or I work out of anything besides love it feels terrible and it like is so draining and yeah working out of love is not expendable energy but it's probably where I can go the farthest if, you know, if I work with that energy. So, um, yeah. And, and I think it is effective. That's why I feel like business is effective, especially in our society. And um, I think there are practices that are really outdated and really need to be improved. And I do see that there is like a new sort of um, way of doing business that is coming about that is gaining momentum and gaining traction gaining popularity and I really want to be a part of that Um, this store that that um, my product is going to be in is very aligned with the values of of my business and it's about mutual aid they they push mutual aid and they're you know they're just very caring and I I think the owner just from talking to her um, initially is very caring and very um passionate about community and um like not just doing business in a way where we're just trying to gain a profit you know and I think that that especially in Portland which is I think a big reason why I I wanted to stay in Portland and do business in Portland is because there is just so much love here and so much you know there are business owners here who get that like we're not just trying to make money we're trying to make an impact a difference you know and yeah, our business owners hungry. Yes, like power hungry. Yes, like you know, I think that's part of why we go into business. But it's the same as like our, you know, our our painters and poets overly emotional. Yes, you know, that's just the part of it. Like that's just, you know, it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean anything. You know, like are is anyone gonna call a poet or painter like? A terrible person no but are they selfish and um like overly emotional and narcissistic yeah usually you know because it's like that is how you create art especially if you're like a memoirist or you're like a self-portraitist or something you know what I mean like we everybody has good and bad things about them and um I think that business ownership in the past and like entrepreneurship in the past has gotten a bad rep because of unchecked capitalism and like the systems that are allowed to survive but like I'm here and it's almost like 
biting myself in the foot, but this is what my purpose is. And this is what, you know, like there's no way around it. This is just what it is. Is like, we need to advocate for a sort of business sector and capitalism that is checked and that has checks and balances. And so I feel like that is really um, something that I really believe in and I want to work towards that. I don't really feel interested in working for the government or working for a nonprofit or anything like that. Um, I don't feel like change comes about that way usually. I think that the driving force of innovation in America is business um, and there's no way to go around that. And like for me being somebody who sees herself as innovative and has good ideas and is tenacious, um, that is sort of just my field, you know? And uh, that is where I feel like I can make a difference. And I, I believe in the, the difference that I'm making. It's It's honestly... Yes, I want to make enough money to live. Obviously, I want to make enough money to like be self-sufficient. But beyond that, that money is not my goal. Like my goal is to have a business and a model and be a figure that, you know, people and kids and like whatever can look up to and be like, "Okay, you know, like I can create something and be a business person and it's not like I'm not like a terrible like I don't know, like, what's the the image that comes, like, the fat guy with a cigar with two bags of money in his hands, you know what I mean? Like, that's not what it's about, and I don't think, regardless of what we want, I feel like that's where the world is going, is, is we're going to realize that resources are finite, and, like, money is finite, and, like, income distribution needs to, like, be more even in this country, and... You can be what you are, you know, you know, you can be the top of whatever field you want to be in, but that doesn't mean that you get to hoard everything, you know? Um, and so I'm hap- I would be happy to be in that role where I'm doing the work of a business owner and an entrepreneur and I'm sharing things fairly with my employees and, you know, the leadership that is in my work doesn't mean that I, you know, get paid vast vastly more than my employees you know what I mean so yeah that's kind of like the business that I want to build and that's kind of my drive and everything it's kind of weird right now because I don't have any employees I'm the employee so um I don't know like I feel like I need to treat myself nice and give myself a lot of vacation time because I'm the only employee but anyways I kind of got to do this now and I feel I do feel more motivated you know and I think that that um, podcast. I'm going to keep listening to it now, but I kind of just needed to stop and do this for a minute because it was just like my brain imploded. It was like, wait, I can be myself. And I, it's crazy because I was watching this uh, Scorpio video, like Scorpio forecast video, <laughs> astrology kind of lady, tarot card lady on YouTube. And she was saying like, the affirmation I need to repeat to myself this month is there is enough space and time in this world for me to be myself or something like that and that was like also something that was like crazy to me because I don't feel like that I feel like I have to mask or I have to like be somebody else in order to move forward in the world um which is really sad to me because then what if I make it and then the person that makes it and the person that um you know the world expects me to be or like the the kind of image that I have to uphold or the figure, or the self that I have to uphold is not my real self. And then it, that will be trouble, you know? So I guess the only way for me to 
I do believe that the only way for me to grow and move forward is to do it being myself. Um, and if I'm going to make a change in behavior, then it needs to be real. It, you know, it's hard to explain because it's like, there's, there's different types of behavior change for me. There's like the kind of behavior change where it's like, I'm putting up a front and I can do, I can do anything, you know, but it's like, I know that's not sustainable. I know I'm going to burn out or I'm going to have sort of like a breakdown or something if I keep doing it this way. So if I change my behavior, if I do something and I, and I improve in my, on myself, it needs to be real. It needs to be sustainable. It needs to be done well. Like an example, just a quick example to like illustrate what I'm talking about is like, I used to have a friend that I would go to the gym with all the time. Well, this was like when I was in high school and I thought that I was, you know, in the habit of working out and doing really well, but it didn't last. You know, I, first of all, when I went to the gym, I pushed myself way too hard and I was really doing it to not show off, but I was doing it to just kind of, I don't know. I was proving something to myself that wasn't healthy. Like I was just pushing myself a lot, a lot, a lot. And then eventually I just stopped going to the gym and I like fully just stopped, you know, and it wasn't sustainable. It only lasted a few months. And I, yeah. And like this friend kind of started being spotty and stopped, like didn't go to the gym as much. So then I just kind of stopped going to the gym as much. And then, you know, and it was also like, I dreaded going to the gym because I would work out way too much and I pushed myself way too hard and it wasn't enjoyable at all. Versus now, when I started going to the gym again, maybe like during the pandemic or like even before then, it was actually even before then because yeah, I had my membership before then. It was like, I would just go and sometimes I would just, you know, when I started out, I would take it really easy. Sometimes I would only do like cardio and like light cardio and then go home. And, you know, I took it really easy. And then when I did start doing weights, I, you know, took it easy as well. And I pushed myself to do like a higher weight but I didn't you know I didn't go too hard I like made sure that it was enough for like um that I didn't push myself too hard and that I was gonna come back to the gym and like be happy to come back and I like could could really bask in the feeling of sort of like feeling good after the gym you know um and and now I've been consistently going to the gym for like two years and I do workouts at home and I actually even before I started going to the gym so now it's like really three years I was doing yoga you know what I mean so it's like just doing things in an incremental way slow steps baby steps and like growth it's like so much longer lasting and now I I honestly feel like I can keep going to the gym consistently for the rest of my life without it feeling like miserable you know um And so with business, I don't want to push myself to be in a place where it's like, I'm miserable. I hate business. It's all stress. When I think about my work, all I think about is stress. All I think about is negative self-talk. You know, I just automatically go to that place of negativity and negative self-talk and like fear and doubt and everything. You know, I don't think that would be good anyway. I don't think that I would be doing business well if I was in that state anyway. Um, But, you know, even if I was doing business well and succeeding in business, like why that would suck all the enjoyment out of it. Why Why would I want to do that? You know, it's at the end of my life, when I think about business, then all I'm going to think about is like how hard everything was versus like if I was careful and like um, gentle with it, then maybe at the end of my life, when I think about my work, I feel like I did really good in the world. And I felt like I, you know, like that was a good place for me to be. And like, I enjoyed it and it was my pleasure and all this you know like it could be so different so I'm like it's important for me to do it that way even if it's not as fast you know or I'm not outputting as much volume that said I've already (laughs) taken on like I'm taking on this 
shop obviously and like stocking the shop and then I feel somewhat responsible for like getting people to buy it off the shelves there so um there is that commitment and then another one is like towards the end of December or like it was like December 19th I have this um market going on so I need to get ready for that and then at the end of this week I have um a demo station that I'm doing for this sort of business course that I'm doing and, and, and I'm giving out samples there and everything so these are things that I have already committed to so I I feel compelled to obviously follow through with these plans um but do I think like I overcommitted? No, I feel like maybe this week is like a little busy for me, but I always like to be a little busy on my birthday week. I don't know why. It's just, I, I enjoy being a little busy on my birthday week usually every year. Um, so, you know, it is, it was my fault. And I need to remind myself, like I didn't overcommit yet. So there's nothing to worry about. I think like um, when I move forward, I, sh- I, you know, I should have a schedule or something, but like, I think the fear is because I just kind of did all agree to these things without understanding or thinking about how they might have related to each other. I, f- I was freaking out about overcommitting, but you know, it's only, it's only like three events. It's not, I haven't overcommitted. And in fact, I would love to have another event in December, early December. Um, but yeah, so, or, or maybe later this month when I get back from but I think this month actually it's gonna be at the store, so I wanted to I wanna focus on getting sales from that store and then maybe in December I'll have something else. But you know, yeah. I'm doing well. And I, I am connected to my purpose and I, I feel I feel good. I feel really glad that I talked about this. Um, okay. <laughs>